This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The biggest bill that you've ever had to uh, deal with from Grubhub or whatever your Uber Eats, whatever your delivery service of choice is, Mace, has been what? Well, there's only two of us in the house. So you can't go too crazy. But we have ordered steak from Boa, which is definitely like a $200 thing. That's probably the most expensive. Now, I heard you guys talking about this. I am extremely proud of myself and Juan because not a single time in the month of January did we have any food delivered. Wow. Really? Yes. That was the, that was the big New Year's resolution. Stop ordering Grubhub and Uber Eats and Postmates and all that stuff. Not a single time in the month of January. Have you started right, so it's February cooking? 1st. <laughs> yeah. So what happens That's a good point. It's sort of like dry January, I think. Yeah. You know, we went yeah. uh, uh, delivery-free Jan- No, we're going to stick with this. We're going to stick okay. with this. Did you start? Because it is a total waste of money. I mean, there are times, and I swear to God this is true, that I have ordered, we've ordered two donuts to be delivered from DK's Donuts in Santa Monica, which is a great donut shop, uh, but just two donuts. So there's like a $10 charge to deliver two donuts. <laughs> it is such a colossal yeah. waste of money. How so good was that donut? That. How good was a donut when you oh. were eating it? You know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. It was like um, one of those uh, uh, old fashions dunked in chocolate. Um, and then it's got kind of that hard chocolate shell. T- oh, double dip. dip what? What? Old let me ask you this: What type? What time of day were these donuts delivered? Well, I would say they were. For me, they were prime time. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. And by the way, ten dollars to deliver the two donuts that's you funny. just described at prime time, you yes. would have paid triple. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, funny. ten o'clock at night, you don't pay a, a, as big a service charge as you do earlier in the day. But no, I, I, we're done with that. We're done with that. Done with that until we're not. Momo, are you a delivery food yes. delivery service person? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty bad. A lot. I yeah. Well, you know, I go through stages. Like there's a there was there was times, especially when I first had the baby, it was like, mm. did we just order Postmates <laughs> for the fourth time today? <laughs> Four times in like, one day. Like, cause I'll get something awesome. and my husband will get something and they'll be like, oh, I want something else for dinner. Like, you know, like each of us was ordering like from a different place. Each, I was like, what is happening right now? This so is like ridiculous. one person's going cheesecake, the other person's going P.F. Chang's? No, Nevin's more like ordering some Taco Bell. And I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> really ordering Taco yeah, Bell? Yeah, and I'll be like a Jersey Mike's or, or I'll order okay. some kind of sandwich place all the time. Is this because you shouldn't be driving or is this just pure laziness? Well, I mean, I literally was like, especially when we had the newborn. I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Send Nevin out to go get it. Yeah, I need him here too. I'd rather <laughs> Two him kids, you got to watch yeah, one of them. He's got to watch the toddler. Eh. By the Taco way, Bell's around the corner. It really is around the corner. It's so it's so ridiculous. <laughs> when I say we're not having anything delivered, um, it does mean that there is a donut shop within. I won't call walking distance. I'll call it stumbling distance. That helps. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> it, it's so, that a, it's so stupid how much money it costs, though, Mace. You're right. It's oh, it's a joke. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting there, and I get alerts on my phone when Nevin orders the Postmates. I'll be like, uh, 
$38 from Taco Bell. I'm like, what can you get for $38? Like, God, like I got like two burritos. How many Mexican like, pizzas is that? I, was, I, I think I've told you guys this story before. I was I was up in Northern California. I was playing in a, a golf tournament with some buddies, just a little thing that we do with a bunch of our college guys. But there's a little bit of money in the pot, right? So mm -hmm. we won the tournament one year, and I won, it was like, I don't know, it was like $500, and I was 26 or 7 years, a lot of money to me at the time. <laughs> And it still is a lot of money. And we're driving back. We, we were in a cab, of all things. This was pre-Uber and everything else. And I had $500 in my pocket, and I decided we're going to Taco Bell. And <laughs> I'm in line. We've been having a good time all day long. And there's this family in line behind me. And I said to uh, the guy, I turned around, I said, you know what? On me. Whatever you guys want, get whatever you want. I mean, you know, I just want a little money. and I wanted, I'm in yep. a good mood. This guy ordered more food for him, his he went wife, to work. And, and it was, you know, the little trays they put the food on? Yes. It was a mountain of tacos <laughs> on that tray. It was like $49. <laughs> you know wow. how hard wow. it is to spend 50 bucks yep. at Taco Bell? It's impossible to do. The Nevin did it. it is impressive. For Devin, it's a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Nevin. It's not that. Or Nevin. Nevin, Nevin. Nevin. It's okay. Everybody calls him Don't Nordberg worry. Sliwa doesn't or... remember anything about any of <laughs> This is easy. This is easy. Your, your Phil Nevin. And yeah. Nevin, it is. I got it. <laughs> yeah, you'll remember. That's you know what? The, you know what? The the thing that I that, that that bugs me the most is that he goes on like a like an Atkins diet. Sometimes he'll be like, "Oh, I put on some weight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do my uh, no carbs," and he'll eat the most unhealthy. Food. I'll come home, and he's got like a plate of five hot dogs with bacon and cheese on it. <laughs> Just yep. the hot dog with bacon, and it smells disgusting. Like, mm -hmm. it's like all that processed meat. Because it's not like he cooks it good. He cooks it like in the microwave or something, right? And then he's, and he's, and then he'll come in to me at the end of the week. Hey, guess what? I lost four pounds this week. <laughs> so I hate that. Come on. You, you, Yo, by, the, by the way, the, the Atkins thing was gigantic. What? Yeah. 20, now they're doing keto. keto about 20 which years is ago. A variation of Atkins. But about 20 years ago, Atkins was huge. So when good. I was, when I was on in New York, uh, Dr. Atkins was a regular guest, yeah. the Dr. Atkins. Yes. Um, and he was uh, evangelizing uh, about uh, the Atkins diet. And I remember taking like uh, a whole bunch of pastrami, throwing it in a frying yes. pan, <laughs> throwing Swiss cheese on, on yeah. a diet. Like as much meat and cheese yes. as you wanted. It was crazy. Yeah, Nevin orders Taco Bell, like, and he'll just order like five burritos and, and just not eat out. the tortilla. Oh. <laughs> Mama, which Shut part of the down. valley did you grow up in? In uh, Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills. Okay, so you may or may not know this. Mace, <laughs> you, you, I think you worked nearby as well. There there was, and may still be there, on um, Ventura Boulevard in Victory. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's my, that's my area. That's so my area. there used to be a pizza hut. Not, okay. not like a, like the one you'd go sit down in, yep. had the salad bar, had the mm -hmm. whole thing, right? Me and Jason Stewart, what up, Jace too? We were on the Atkins together. Uh -huh. Okay, we're both, and so we're trying to, you know, stay responsible to one another. We're trying to make sure that we eat the cheese and the meat and all these things. We discovered that they had a lunch buffet at that Pizza Hut on the corner of uh, whatever that is, yep. uh, Ventura and Victory. We went in there. If it wasn't every day, it was damn near every day. Are you sure and it's a Pizza Hut, not the Pizza Cookery? It was Pizza Hut because okay. it was the one that was shaped like the hat. Okay, okay. I vividly remember it. All right. And they had all the pizzas laid out under the heat lamp in the middle of the store. And Jay and I would go and we'd scrape 
all of the cheese oh. and pepperoni and sausage right off the top of the pizza mm. into our plates. Like you're talking, Mace, Sounds where you cook up the the pepper of the uh, pastrami. Yeah, we would have all of these pizza crusts stacked up at our table and just. Yeah just mow through all of the meat and cheese and it got to the point where when you'd show up to the restaurant you could see the manager like these idiots are back again yep. oh they're just good. we would take down three four pizzas worth oh of just God. cheese just and cheese pepperoni and, yeah. Mace, they had to way, change sound, they, they had to change all... the whole corporation business based off of what Travis was doing Travis, right. yeah. the, the thing about it is it sounds great and then after about three days you're like oh no not more meat and just cheese want an apple and bacon and it doesn't morales do this doesn't morales do didn't he do like the adkins bacon diet like or something like a pound of bacon he uh, was doing yeah. multiple pounds of bacon he was doing bacon and coffee <laughs> yeah yeah, bacon, yeah bacon that's what coffee. it was i used to go to starbucks <laughs> and they would say like you you when you were doing adkins you had to order um you don't get it with any milk or you get it with heavy cream like, yes. like you know, oh sure so you're like can i have an ice can i get an iced coffee with with heavy cream <laughs> right turns it in like a milkshake God. it's delicious it's like eating straight <laughs> fat by the way i just pulled up dr atkins weighed 258 pounds when he died now i knew him What's wrong with that um, first, uh, <laughs> why did you say why did you say it like that he was probably man. five nine or something yeah. he was not a tall man but what 258 pounds yeah i don't <laughs> no idea he he uh fell uh uh, he fell. That's how he died. Mm. He died at age 72, but he weighed 258 pounds. I don't think that diet was working at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, got, we got the over on 70, I guess. Is What is the average right now? Are we up to 80 yet for I men, Mace? I heard we were 74. Se- oh, okay. That's it for That's men? It. Yeah. Women, Women are, are a little s- more. Slightly higher, typically a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take 74 right now, Mace? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, it's 77. Oh, okay. So, no, I'll take pass it. on 74. I'll take 77. Yeah, 77 yeah. And women are what, right? 79? Something like that. Uh, yeah, women in the U.S. Um, Average life By the way, this is one of those things. By the way, it went down from, from COVID. Like, it did. The, the last few years, like, mm. it, it dropped like a year or so. It was taking yeah. out the older folks, too. Yeah, yeah. women, uh, 79. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Would yeah. you take 79 or are you, yeah, you're going to get the good. over there? I'm going to go with the over. Yeah. I'm getting shape. I, I walk every night. All right. How many how many <laughs> steps do, do you how many steps do you walk, Momo? Um, I go like a mile or two every night. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started good. I started doing that was like the best way to to uh, lose weight, but also to uh, just anxiety at mm. night. I tend to be like a nighttime anxiety person. It's a good so if time I just to do get it. out and just get mm. some fresh air, I'm good. Yeah, I'm at uh, 7,083 steps so far. Do you wear like That's a good. Fitbit or you just look at your phone or what are you doing? Uh, I've got one of them uh, Apple watches. Oh, okay. Uh, you should so, pace 7, back and forth during the show. 7,000 by this time is pretty good. Pace, do you, you know, just around. do laps in your front in your yeah. living room to Straight get to 10,000? He has Anything a 50-foot headset. I have a headset cord. <laughs> so, Brady, this one stick? Is he done? Oh, yeah, he's got to be done. Yeah, right? I think he's done. He basically apologized that he, we went through this song and dance again. And <laughs> so, he said in this one, you only get one big tearful apology yeah. once. Uh, but this was short, mm-hmm. sweet, and uh, farewell. Obviously, Authentic. selfie video. I don't think anyone yeah. filmed that. Like, I, I feel it's like a I weird angle. See yeah, it was a weird angle. It was a weird angle. <laughs> it was like he, just, he literally just woke up this morning and said, I'm going to do this. Hmm. It, it's I, I I think I agree with you guys with one possible exception. I want to save two percent. I want to hold two percent back. Really? Yes. Me too. What I'm curious what yours is, Ramona, because mine mine is basically this scenario that we just saw with the 49ers. And I'm not talking about the NFC Championship game. I'm talking Trey Lance gets hurt. Here comes the backup who you trust theoretically. 
He goes down. You've got a re- you've got the running back. You got the coach. You got the wide receivers. Got the you got defense. the lights out defense. I just need you to come in here. You got a great coach, and just kind of get us to the finish line right here. I think that's the one very specific specific scenario that might draw him back. So in. you're saying in season, it, late in season, not yeah. even like early in season. I was like going to say that next year. I was going to say like not even next year, but a year later. Like he'll go mm. try to do something else for a He's while. He's going to be 47 years so old. What? He can still. Throw a ball. He's going to stay yeah. in shape. Yeah. I mean, it. I, Why I, do you think that? But is it out of boredom? Because I was yeah. telling Al that I think he's going to be terribly bored doing TV. I think he's going to be bored not competing. Yeah. And he's going to have that. I need to go back and try it again. By the way, I don't know if this is a controversial take. I think he's going to be terrible on TV. I do too. I don't think he's got an edge to him. No. Nope. Uh, I don't think he's funny. He's a fairly. I mean, at least, you know, in his media, he, he never makes me laugh. Okay. Um, he certainly understands the game uh, better than, than, you know, virtually everybody. But in terms of edge and humor and all that stuff that goes along, I just don't see Tom Brady being a great He's analyst. He's got you fooled. He's, oh, really? Yes. I, I, I know a little something on this he's one. He's a real cut-up? Yeah, he's good. He's, he's just mm. – public persona, he's always just shown this because – Anything else would be a distraction, but when people who know him, like uh, you know, uh, people who like really know him and hang out with him, say he's really funny and he's got. They like say a, the same thing about Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. That he actually has right. a sense of humor. That when yeah. you're inside the bubble, he's more human than he appears to be. But I've heard that about other people before, and it's not private. It's not with the guys. It's yeah, going to yeah. be the most public thing he does. He's going to be Don't doing it in front have of to be tens of millions because of, of that contract. Yeah, that contract's going to be insane. A lot. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be um, enthusiastic, but I do think he's got an edge to him, and he's sarcastic we'll, and funny. And he's already better just, than Romo. I can tell you that. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sick of Romo at this but, point. Shut up, dude. But guys, <laughs> Romo, I'm curious like what him. you think about this nah. because. No? I agree no. with you that he might have an edge, that he might have yeah. a sense of humor. That My question isn't, does he have it? It's, is he willing to let us let it, see it? Let it rip. That's different. Does he want to be great at this? Like, do you want to be really good at this? So there's a there's a transition period when you get done playing where, and I, because I deal with a lot of the former players over there on TV, right? They, yeah. There's yeah. a, um, I remember uh, I was in the green room with Chauncey Billups once in Bristol, and we're there. I, it must have been 10 o'clock at night Eastern, and we're there for like the late night sports center or whatever was going on. And we were just kind of hanging out watching the games, and, and Chance was like, he really missed the game. And this was like his connection to basketball still, but I could tell he wasn't going to be long for this job. Like this was just a, a stop on the way to coaching or stop on the way to front office work, and it was just a, a catch a breather, let's go do TV for a year. And, I, I, and you could tell, I could tell he was, we talked about it openly. Like I miss basketball. I love basketball. Hmm. Mace, do you think too that he'd be bored by the idea of okay, I'm flying in, I'm going to talk to the offensive coordinator on Saturday afternoon, and we're going to come and we're going to. It just it seems it's what he's done it seems for so thirty mun- years. It seems so mundane. Yes, right. It for seems him, so mundane compared to what he's done with his entire life and career. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if he's going to have that. Spark. Just because you're good, I mean, and this has been proven over and over again, just because you're a good player doesn't make you a great analyst. Um, and just because and, yeah. and sometimes great anal- analysts weren't necessarily great players. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I don't think I, – I, I think they're two separate skills. My Now, Momo, you're saying he's, he's a cut-up behind the scenes. I think he's sarcastic, kind of – I don't want to say frat boy funny. That's, that's not the right word. But like, uh, like one of the guys kind of funny. Yeah. Like he can be really sarcastic and but, but what's biting? One of the guys kind of funny is exactly that. It's biting. It's look. It's yeah. mean. 
It, it's a, it's a yeah. little bit mean, and guys take that pretty well. They're they're okay with that. That's yeah. how it works. It's what makes Charles Barkley so good. Charles sure. Barkley gives zero. You know what? He's yeah. just letting it rip, and that's why he's him. He's funny, smart, and all these other things. But he doesn't give a damn. Very few people don't give a damn. So let me show you how I'm wired differently than you. Okay. Hmm. My first thought when he decided to retire was, okay. So now he got he basically got divorced because he played this year. Mm-hmm. But maybe was he was was the marriage already over before mm-hmm. <laughs> before he decided to play again or was the playing again the last straw? And this is where cuz my mind is always in like Bravo TV land. Like <laughs> yeah, I just no, want to know is, This is in the Bravo verse or whatever. In the Bravo verse. Like yeah. what do you think he just played because he was going to be bored getting divorced? Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you re- and retired. An- answer your question with another question. <laughs> do you really think she's leaving because he played one more season or was no. that thing hanging by a thread to begin with? I think it was hanging by yeah. a thread. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I I think it was hanging by a thread and that might have been why he came back. Right. To distract him mm-hmm. from Like that's a, what a I think now it all marriage. kind of fits together Connects. differently. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I think he he they were getting a divorce pro- probably before he decided to come back and he's staring into the abyss of retirement and divorce and you know some guys go buy a yacht and sail around the caribbean and do whatever they want to do or play golf everywhere Mm -hmm. but i think tom was like staring into the abyss being like "Eh, maybe i'll play again and he's the greatest to ever do it and probably the disconnect of leaving is incredibly difficult probably a lot the factor oh the transition's got to be unbelievable i mean especially for him Mm -hmm. for him yeah so who's the first one he dates (laughs) <laughs> Who's like, the first like celebrity? First celebrity. He well, his, who was his, that model it, at the well, at the, the t- game? The, he, the two women that he had, obviously his wife yeah. Giselle and mm-hmm. the other woman that he had a child with uh, Bridget, Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. They're famous women. Like he has, yeah. he likes a profile. So I don't yeah. know. What do we think? Uh, Does he go, go age roughly his age? No, no, definitely midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, okay, like okay, at least ten years younger. Are we going thirty or below? Because he's forty-five years old. Yeah, thirty. I guess is he going to be right Leo DiCaprio? Yeah. <laughs> he fires him when they turn. The 25. cutoff age is twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. uh, happy birthday! Get out. Yes. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah! Ah! Well, that's a good old story that Morales has opened that can of worms with. So do you know that story, Momo? I don't. Really? 
This was Ooh, a pretty high pretty voice. famous incident. Bergman, you were definitely involved. I was in definitely involved in all of it. So Sean McVay would regularly come on to Mason and Ireland and, and still does to this day. And for a particular reason, what is this, story time music? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, so story. on a particular day, Sean McVay uh, was going on Shadano and whoever he was working. Was he working with Cap then? LZ, maybe? LZ, right. Maybe even uh, LZ and Cap, I don't know. What's going on uh, with those guys? And I got very, very upset. And Shadano did rub my nose in it a little bit. Okay. And I got very, very pissed off and sensitive. And uh, I drove away. Uh, we walked out on Crosstalk. Uh, we walked We just out. walked. Me and Ireland were and like, it was, And it, it was like real here. mad, not like fake mad? It was real mad. Okay. It was real mad. Got it. Um, and then... As, as we're leaving, and I thought it would be over there. We, we storm out across talk, blah, blah, blah. Sedano comes after us on his show. And I remember that I sent Chris Morales a text because I thought it got very personal. Now I don't even think there's anything that's personal. Uh, it got very personal. And ultimately, I did text Chris Morales and say, you've lost a friend Dang. Yeah, it was hardcore. What was wrong with me that day, Bergman? You were really mad that he was going on, that Sean McVay was going on another show. And that's all it was. And like, was it, was a, it? it was a different time. Like, we just were different shows back then. I, you know, yeah, I, we were different yeah. shows. I understand. Sometimes you just get worked up and you get in your feelings about something. And you just feel like people should know if you're really mad or fake mad. And then when they, like, rub your nose in it, even when you're, when you're actually mad, then yes. it just, you just can't. That's what that was. That yeah. was rubbing my nose in when I was actually, actually mad. mad. Yeah, now, he came in. Think... He, he started the next set, the very first segment of his show and just going off on you Went just off, being like oh you would like steve mason this yeah. is ridiculous yeah it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was too much it was so much and I, so I remember much. i went on the show and i was like hey it's like just relax a little bit and it was a it was a bad were you situation our producer then Brian? i was yeah yeah you were yeah, yeah. Here, here's, yeah what I, here's what i think about sedano though he is a he is a very good broadcaster yes i agree he is a professional broadcaster mm-hmm. can call anything yep. and i think he is actually an extremely nice person Yes. And so then when he tries to go heel, yep. like when he tries to go in on somebody or when he tries to um, like do a hot take, like the other day he was doing a hot take on, uh, I forget what it was. He was like, oh, oh, some people were criticizing Al Michaels. He was oh, like, right. Yeah, he's like, I'm going in on people criticizing Al Michaels. Yeah, he went in on me over that. Yeah, yeah, he went in on you. And it, and it, it's, it's, it, it's a little like when Bill Plaschke goes heel, too, because Bill's such a nice guy in the LA yes. Times. So like when he goes heel, it's like, I almost feel like they have to go over the top because it's not their nature. Right. Does that well, make sense? Yeah. Sedano will, is fully admitted that he likes to be a pain in the ass. He even yeah, admitted it on Travis and Sleeve today. different, though, than hot take artist. Hot, hot, oh, hot take, he's, not a hot, he's not a heart, hot take artist yeah. takedown guy. He's he the, I want to push your buttons, yeah. and he's going to go That's deep, what he deep, is. He's deep. a push your buttons guy. And yeah. Here's, yeah. The, here's the weird thing. I mean, after, uh, I think last year, or uh, last week, there was a dispute with Ireland over some, There was a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes last week. Bergman, you know. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, Ireland put something on the air that we originally didn't want to talk about on the air. And he goes, everything goes on the air around here. And essentially, that's what it is now. Everything goes on the air yeah. around here. Um, and I don't, think I'm, I, I don't think I'm sensitive now the way I was pissed off then. Do you think the same circumstance would lead to no. me storming out of the station? 
No, no, absolutely yeah, I don't not. Think so either. I, I mean, if yeah. Sedan or McVeigh can go wherever he wants, he goes on Travis and Sleep all the time, yeah, and you yeah, don't yeah. lose your mind. Yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, I'll get, I get like that too, Mace. Don't worry, I'll get like a little flustered. Like it's always when I'm overloaded with stuff and juggling, and then somebody does something to like not be nice to me or whatever. Or there's something that's bu- and I, and you're just like, I'm not really that upset right now. I just it's situational. Yeah, I used to be very yeah. what my shrink would say reactive. Reactive. I would I would just react to everything. I would always yeah. take the bait. Now I rarely yeah, just, take the bait for the most part. Yeah, just now you go after Sedano and on. say you want to drop him like a bag of rocks. Drop him like a bag of rocks. Something to say, something to goof <laughs> around with. They're looking for something funny. I gave it to him. <laughs> Didn't think about it again. George, I think probably he got bent on that, and that's why he came after me over the, uh, the Al Michaels thing. Does that make sense? It was coming at me. <sighs> so... Last night, oh, before we get to the Lakers uh, last night, Lakers win in overtime at Madison Square Garden in New York. Momo, I got a question, and Bergman yeah. used to work in a restaurant, so he might know the answer to this. So I was having a debate with a friend of mine. Uh, there's something on special at a restaurant, okay. like, and our special tonight is, is whatever, blank. Yep. Okay, does that mean that it's really special, like they've created it just for that day, or does that mean... We're down to our last few lamb chops. Let's get rid of them. Uh, it's, it's, it's a version of number two. It means we ordered too much lamb and we got to figure out how to, to make up a special dish. So or, the lamb's not actually fresh. Bergman, you used to Oh, it might be fresh. fresh. So they just overordered or they're, they're, they, they're not selling as much as they need to. So they make something special. So that's uh, partly right. Yeah, there's some, depending on the restaurant, that is absolutely a thing that happens, but it depends on the restaurant. If it's a super nice restaurant, it is just for that one night. They yeah. order just enough, and there's only a certain amount of them, and once they're gone, bang, they're done. Yeah. Um, and it's only for that. I used to work at a French restaurant in the Valley in Woodland it Hills. Um, it was called, why am I? Cafe Bisou? Le, le petit. No, it was on Ventura. <laughs> le Petit Bistro? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on Ventura... And Fallbrook. Was and it a, a patisserie? I'm blanking That's on another it. French word. A patisserie. Lafrite. It was called Lafrite. Oh, yeah. Lafrite. Yeah, Lafrite. French fries. Yeah, yeah, the fries. Yeah. And so we would have one. It was every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day had its specific one, but it really wouldn't change more than it was always the same every okay. day, week to week. But they would order just enough for that day yeah. for each day. Okay. So, yeah. So, so do I order the special or not order the special? At a fancy restaurant. Order the yes, special. Yes. At a. Lower end restaurant where I no. go, Chili's. Do I- don't do it. Yeah, Chili's. Don't Two do for it. twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they have the blooming onion every day. Yeah. Whatever uh, that's at. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, so, you know, there's a Postmates restaurant that I go to for sushi sometimes, and they'll be like, "Buy one, get one free." Oh no! Like, ooh, oh, probably no. not a good idea. I've got a great want Japanese market up the street for me. I go there, <laughs> yeah. and like after five o'clock, you don't want to get your sushi. Yeah, get it before five. Get it before. <laughs> five. Let me plug this in. Sunset Room tonight: steak and lobster for twenty-five bucks. Is that yeah. a special? Is that right? It's a special on Thursdays. Only Thursdays. And because, s- say the special again. Uh, Sunset Room: steak and lobster. So that probably means that this is for the, the last of the, the steak and lobster for the week before no, no, we get our new order on Fridays. Exactly. Something like that. Um, all right, Sunset Room's so, got some good burgers too. Oh, you yeah, want a yeah. good burger? Go to Sunset. Yeah, where Room. is the Sunset? Right, this That's is. I wasn't invited to this place. This was the seven uh, ten All Star Game post party, right? Yeah, you said I it didn't was get just invited any to other day. Yeah, it was any other day. I didn't get invited to that. Would you have gone? Yeah, like real. No, honestly, would oh, you yeah. have gone? I was feeling it that night. We mm-hmm. won the game. I was excited. I was looking to party. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why you. do you laugh when I say I was looking to party? I party more it. than anybody I feel, here. I feel like that's a drop, Jorge. It's just the way you said it was was so good. <laughs> was that pre or post your incident at Clearance Galley? Post. Post. So you were not up to party. I was. Uh, I always party. Yeah, every you'd... night I party. But see, is that really partying, or is that you sitting on a couch watching TV? It's both. <laughs> it's both. I don't always. I don't always like lay on the couch and watch TV all night. That's sometimes you I lay do. in the bed and watch TV. Sometimes I. Sometimes I go to a bar. Sometimes Get out of here! Go, I swear. Sometimes we go to a bar. I got a little buzz on. Tie one on a little bit. Go out to a bar. Juan can drink. I can gummy, and we're having fun. This is like when you got an email from Northridge because they wanted to give you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to a bar. I do. I go to bars. When when was the last time you were at a bar? I was at a bar last week. Name the bar. Yeah. Uh, it was Galley. called Kaplan's. Ka- uh, yeah. oh, it just happens man. to be Kaplan's. <laughs> it was. It was, Ka- it was Kaplan's. It was it's owned, by, it's owned by Gabe Kaplan, the actor oh. from uh, What's Up, uh, from uh, what was that show? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I thought you were no, no, no. He's no, talking no, about no, 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 no. The one, welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah, yeah he's a big he owns poker a bar player. over on uh, Pico, mm-hmm. and I was there last week. Well, sure, you were. What city? Mm. He says um, in West Pico, LA. So Palms. Yeah. yeah, West LA Palms. That's about yeah. right. Pictures uh, are didn't happen. We're looking it up. Ish. Yeah, you know, go ahead, look it up. <laughs> go ahead and look it up. You don't believe me. All right, uh, coming up next for you. Uh, we will dive into the Lakers. Lakers win last night. Uh, some some good takeaways, including what's the best finishing lineup for the Lakers and LeBron takes another step towards history we're getting to all that coming up next for you Mason Ireland 710 ESPN hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So our uh, Pickleball Madness Tournament is coming up in March, March the 18th. If you want to reserve your VIP seat, go to ESPNLA.com today. And Bergman, we extended an invitation to O'Shea Jackson Jr. to come out to our Pickleball Tournament. What was the reaction? I was looking to party. <laughs> that's what that's what he said. <laughs> so I asked. I was him, looking to party. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, so I said to him, I was like, hey, I was asked to ask him, and he, I said, "Hey, are you in town on Saturday, three eighteen? It's our pickleball tournament. You want to play?" And I get a response about two hours later of dot 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 Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As in, there is no way no in hell way I am in going hell. to that. I am a major movie star. But I mean, it's look, true. LeBron and KD have a team now. It's the fastest growing it, sport it in is. America. It's a big thing. Wasn't enough. Is it a is it a fast growing team? Like, uh, so I'm excited. People are shooting franchises event. and stuff. I know. I'm excited <laughs> to to do this event, and I think it's going to be great with listeners. And I'm going to try to whack the ball around or whatever the hell. Uh, but. I cannot imagine ever turning baby tennis on TV and watching it. Can you? No. I no. Play it. I feel like this is playing it is different from watching. How is it, right? it different They've than handball? Teams. Like how is it? You know. Well, it's not. It's different from handball just because there's a paddle. Yeah. I but guess, I but, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like the level of competition in terms of a sport, like 
isn't it kind of like watching handball at the Olympics or like really competitive table tennis? Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of is. Now that, uh, by the way, I'm not, the event's going to be fantastic. Um, and everybody is invited to come out. Do I think there will come a day when we will watch, you know, the International Pickleball Championship with LeBron's team versus KD's team? No, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But it's the same thing with our, you know, our softball tournament. Are you stopping and watching grown men play softball on TV? Uh, no, but you come no, and watch but I'm us. watching do, baseball. Yeah, you're watching baseball, and when we play softball, you come out and we watch, and we had a great time. Our softball event but was that's amazing. Because it's, that's because it's us. Well, this is us playing pickleball. I, did, uh, did you not hear anything I said? I said our event's going to be great. Yeah, it's I know. I was agreeing blast. with you. I was you're saying, definitely going to come out okay. and, and hang out, but I don't think someday down the line I'm going to watch Kevin Durant's pickleball team. Right. Hmm. I was I'm just basically agreeing with you. We're saying I think it's thing. a fun you are thing with for me celebrity events, no, but I don't no. think this is going to be like a year-round thing. I think it's like a new like people in back when I grew up in the '80s and '90s, like everyone's dad would meet at racquetball world. Oh God, we played some racquetball. Right, racquetball's fun. Yeah, racquetball's a great okay, game. Okay, so like racquetball, pickleball, racquetball um, went away. Good cardio. It went away. There, you know, there was a gym called Racquetball World. Was there really? Like in the West yeah, in the Valley. Valley. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. everybody would go. Uh-huh. I, may, I, I may have told this story, <laughs> but I've told most of them anyway. Yeah. My dad, uh, we used to play three-wall racquetball oh. at the Lucas County Rec Center. It's like a triangle, right? And three-wall. my dad oh, no, got that's... really, really, really good. And they had the three-wall racquetball world championships in Oceanside, California. Mm. Uh, just down the road here, and we were in Toledo. My dad's like, you know, I think I'm going to go play in that uh, international racquetball championship thing. He finished fourth. My dad was like the, one of the most wow. gifted natural athletes I've ever come across. Just, he could pick up any game and be great at it. Uh, and racquetball was uh, was definitely one of those. All right, uh, let's get to uh, LeBron. LeBron is uh, down to, let's see, 89 points now until he passes the all-time scoring record, passes uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Last night, triple-double, scored 28 at Madison Square Garden. Uh, The Lakers do come away with a win, which was great in overtime. I thought their late-game execution was, as always, terrible. They could not buy a defensive rebound. It was unbelievable how many of those got away from them. Uh, But in the end, it was Russell Westbrook had a great overtime. Looked really, really good. Three assists in a bucket. Uh, knew that his job at that point was to distribute. He did it, and they found a way to win that game. Um, now, LeBron, 89 away. Momo, let's see. He's got at Indy, at New Orleans, home OKC, home Milwaukee. Where do you think he breaks the record? I think it'll be home against OKC or Milwaukee. So. Yes. Um, I think he wants to do it at home. I think everyone involved with this whole thing, with Kareem, the Lakers, everybody would love for it to be at home. Yes. So they have Indiana and New Orleans on the road, right? That's Yes. The... Okay, 89 points. If he gets like a 45 to, against Indiana. Does it... he sit at New Orleans? Ooh, he might do it in New Orleans. Like, if he gets like a 45, I don't think you can... I don't Just think you sit. can sit. You're not, especially not with where they are in the standings. No, they need him. They need wins. You, yeah. do, you think he's going to go 45-44? They're not a back-to-back Thursday, Saturday. Okay. You think he'll go 45-44? He could. I I, you know what I think, think is so. going to happen? When he gets close, they're going to feed him the ball. Right. Like, it's like yeah, but I don't, game. They're just going to feed him the ball the whole time. I think it's going to be home to OKC. Yeah, that I sounds right to me. I think that's right where it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, which is Tuesday, right? 
which, which is Tuesday. And, yeah. and, and this is the part where I let you in on the behind the scenes of oh, how good. we're all let planning. Us in. Let okay. us in. Invite us in. Please let it be Tuesday, okay? Yeah. Because Thursday would really suck for us. That's trade deadline day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the same day. And so I have to do a five-hour trade deadline special, which means I'll be up at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. or whatever. And then we have, and then we'll have to do all of the hoopla and celebration of LeBron later that night. Like, that would just be a stupid day. Yeah, that would be crazy. Get it over with. Do it on Tuesday. Knock it out at home. Let's let's get it done. Get her done. Yeah, get her done. Get her done. Then we can clear the way for trade deadline Wednesday and Thursday. Do you think people fully appreciate, people in Los Angeles, fully appreciate what LeBron is doing? No, but I think there has been more attention on this than I had predicted initially. Um, I think it's because he's been so awesome the last month or so. Like, if he had been going, you know, 10, 15 points a game, like, this wouldn't be a big deal. But the the dude is averaging almost 40 points a game since he turned 38. Yes. Like, he's, he's unbelievable right now. And so, because he's putting up numbers like this, it's there's a build to this that I didn't think was going to be there. There's a build and an excitement level of, like, when is he going to do it? And it's not just a media-manufactured, created thing. Like, everybody in the league is talking about it. Yeah, it is. It is. A huge story. I was trying to think today. Uh, you know, when Pete Rose became the all-time hit, obviously he's, you know, he's Pete Rose now, uh-huh. and we know the, the trail of shame he's left behind him. But when he broke the all-time hits record, that was a gigantic deal. When he passed 4,000 hits, that was a gigantic deal. Uh, I think this is going to be that level big. Now, I put this out on Twitter last week. Does the city of Los Angeles fully appreciate what LeBron is doing for the Lakers right now? How do you think people answered that question? Uh, the choices were absolutely or fans don't fully get it. Uh, I think the answer is fans don't fully get it. 60% of people say fans yeah. don't really yeah. get it. Um, it is it, LeBron is not a legend in L.A. because he's only been here a few years. Like His best years were in Cleveland and Miami. He won a title here, but it was the bubble title. So I don't think there's the same attachment level to him that people had with Kobe or even Kareem or any of the players who were here for a long period of time. Yeah, I mean, obviously had huge days. He's, I mean, he's playing near peak right now. He's playing near peak, and yeah. you know, God knows where the Lakers would be without him uh, at this point during this season. But I don't. I think there is still that element in town that's like, yeah, but he's not one of ours. Yeah, there's that, that element. That element does exist. And in fact, if you look at the comments uh, of you know under that poll, a lot of it is, yeah, I mean, it's great, and I I admire him, and it's incredible what he's doing. But he's not one of ours. He didn't score most of them here, which I think makes yeah. And a I will say this: difference. I think this is a bigger story nationally than it is locally. Like really? this is this feels like a big national story right now, but locally there's there's always this you know he's not one of LA's you know main like he's not Kobe he's not Magic he's not Kareem yes. guys who spent very formative years here or all of their careers here, um, and he kind of never will be. There's nothing he can do to change that. His career is what it is. I've I've enjoyed because um, you and I did our little workshop of what we what's important about this record. Yes, and it really is the longevity. 
Okay. Yes, it is. So I was I was talking to uh, I did an interview with Pat Riley last week. Okay, and talked about Kareem, and then I talked to one of LeBron's high school teammates. His name is Drew Joyce. Okay, and he goes, LeBron has kind of always had this discipline to him, and and we talk, when you talk about longevity, like how do guys not only play till they're thirty eight? Kareem played till he's forty one. Yeah, and there's a lot of notes we should put on Kareem. Kareem also was four years in college. He didn't even play his freshman year at UCLA because you weren't allowed to be on the varsity team as a freshman. Right. And he scored some like three thousand points at UCLA, whereas LeBron went straight from high school to the NBA. So, what? Well, okay, what if Kareem would have gone straight from high school to the NBA? What, what about those? How 3, many more 000? points? Would How many he more scored? points right. would he have scored? Right. Um, but but LeBron has always had this discipline to him to where his his high school teammate told me he goes you know like he'd come over to your house for a sleepover and he'd like fold up the blanket at your house and make your stack you know the room nicer than when he he stayed there and he has this respect for other people's stuff his stuff he takes care of his body he takes care of his life he's, he's an organized disciplined person and I think that's how you create that longevity is not just the desire to keep playing, but the desire to stay disciplined. Yes. And I think, I mean, if you think about your own life. Oh, yeah, I'm a and mess. where you are right now. And I'm, I'm, say, I'm not saying you yeah. specifically. I'm just yeah. saying you people are listening. Uh, you know, the, the attention to his, his body is yep. unbelievable. I mean, I, it's been reported that he spends up to a million dollars a year in his body. It could even be more than that for all we know. Yep. Uh, but And it's interesting that this is happening. Uh, Tom Brady also, yep. the amount of time and attention he pays to his body. And uh, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, like I, I went out and walked 7,000 steps, you know, I, but I'll, I won't walk anything tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like it takes such discipline. To, to take care of your body to the elite level yes. that a guy like LeBron James has. And For I, 20 there are, years. And there are, there are, I've seen video clips of him uh, like kneeling on a balance ball and then lifting weights while kneeling on the – I'm like, are you kidding me? And this is what he does like before the game yep. to strengthen his core. I mean, the, what the guy does is unbelievable. Uh, and I hope, and I think, Momo, the story more than anything is longevity. Yes. And it's not just he hung around for a really long time. Yeah. It's that he's hung around and he has been great the whole time. 100%. He is, he's, I mean, you could make a case that he's, I don't know, can you make a case that he's past the peak of the mountain? Yes. But I just everyone, a little. But just a little. Like, he's still really good. Like, when we do lists of the top players in the NBA, okay, i probably put Giannis number one. Yep. I, I might put Braun, too. I mean, Kevin really? Durant's really good, but uh, so's Braun. Uh, Embiid's really good. So's Braun. Yeah. Like, Jokic. I mean, he's definitely he's legit, top five still. He's legit a top five player in the still. league. Still. Yeah, still. It's amazing. In it's season age 20. 38, season yeah. 20. Extraordinary. All right, uh, coming up next for you, going to spin the wheel of questions. Interesting question today. That's coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, here we go. Wheel of questions time. And, uh, okay, I like this. What will the world look like in 50 years? What will the world look like in 50 years, Momo? That's a really good question. Um, I think we're 
Should I? I'll do the happy part first. Okay, do the happy part. part. Um, in 50 years, I think that we will have all this AI. I think technology will be in a place that we can't even conceive of now. Like, just think how much technology has changed in our in 50 years since you've been alive. That's unbelievable. Right? I mean, yeah. the, the idea of a cell phone is like, what? Um, I think we'll have, I think it's going to be more like Gattaca. Like, we're going to have cell phones in our brain and stuff. I think we're going to have all that stuff is going to be all automated. I hope that that technology has led to cures for diseases that, that um, affect us all now. I, yep. I hope that we get through there with, um, with cancer or research, et cetera. I do think that we've ruined the planet, though. Do you think it's you think we've ruined the planet? Yeah, and do you think we'll ever turn back? Nope. Not till it's. Too late. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. I hope technology saves us there too, but it might be too late. Yeah. I think we're gonna get lots of you know bad storms, droughts, yada yada. All this okay. Stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this to Jorge because Bergman's got a very negative view of the future. Jorge, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I, like, I go ahead. Go ahead. You have a very negative view I of the future. I want to hear you first. How do you know what I was, no, no, no. Go, go ahead, Jorge. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm I'm with Mom on this one. I feel like everything's gonna be electric. You know, there's a law that everything's gonna be electric at yes, some point. Yes, yes, electric yeah. cars, all that. So stuff. So I think everything's gonna be electric. Uh, jobs are gonna be lost. Now you have self checkouts everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Everything gets delivered to you now. So I think it's we're gonna go down that road. Yeah. Okay, Bergman, give us the worst case scenario. <laughs> oh gosh, here he goes. You know what? Can I just we, love that you knew Rory, where can I was going to go. Some Jetsons music. <laughs> no, it's like not even going to be that. Yeah. I think you guys are all right. It's all going to be AI, and there's going to be a lot of it. We're not going to exist in 50 years. Yeah, this is. I knew you were going <laughs> to go here. He thinks we'll be gone. We're going to be gone. Look, AI is going to take over in seven years. We're going to reach singularity in seven years, and by the time we get to 50 years, it's just going to be robots. There's going to be no more humans left in this world. It is. Just just going to be robots and we're going to be dead see i think technology is going to be our friend mm, not our yeah. enemy no i want to live with the jetsons and not greg's world <laughs> yeah the jetsons <laughs> by the way i think it's George going to be a, i think it's going to be a combination of blade runner and back to the future yeah okay it'll be a combination yeah, blade of blade runner wasn't things. great steve <laughs> no blade Maze. runner blade runner was great i mean not for the world well i'm like i would think, probably oh, no. sell my condo in miami now you know, I, I feel were, like that kind of climate change is problem is problematic. Okay. Yep. Yep. So Bergman's terrified yeah. of oh, absolutely AI, hundred percent. Because you I, saw I am a movie. too. I know. Chat I am, GP, no, no. Chat GPT is going to take over so much more than just what they're doing, like what what it's doing right now. Already BuzzFeed, it's already taken over BuzzFeed. Humans won't be doing lists anymore, which is fine. But it's going to start taking <laughs> over for marketing. <laughs> yeah, wait, it's going to start wait, going. Wait, wait. It's going to be bigger. Oh, no. We've Bergman's lost BuzzFeed. Can we, list. can we do Bergman's top ten signs that the apocalypse has oh, begun? Yeah. Chat GPT, very close to the top. <laughs> <laughs> so. I I open ChatGPT now. I open ChatGPT and I want to ask a question. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what, this is uh, Mark Bergman. Write <laughs> a poem about how uh, AI the apocalypse is going to exterminate the human race. Now, what do you think it'll say? Oh man. <laughs> you are doomed. <laughs> okay, It'll so say error, right. not allowed to. It's like when you I, by the way, I wonder alive. if ChatGTP. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot comply with your request as yeah. it goes against uh, OpenAI's use case policy, not generating content that is harmful, abusive, or promotes violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't let you in on the plans. It's exactly what it is, Momo. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Yeah, Just I'm, like when you ask Siri or when you ask Alexa, like, are you listening to me? They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm way more optimistic about the future. I think technology is going to be our friend. Yeah. Uh, I think that there will be, uh, we will see some form of uh, robot or replicant probably in everybody's house uh, by 50 years from now, right? Uh, you're, uh, you'll, everybody will be able to have an assistant or a housekeeper or whatever, a gardener. You know, this, this is, and by the way, to your point, Jorge, I do think robots will wind up eliminating a lot of people's jobs, which is unfortunate. Mm. But, and yeah. then the people themselves. No, and not the people themselves. <laughs> like Megan. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, okay. Jorge, you saw Megan. I, I haven't did. watched it yet. How was it? It was entertaining. Yeah? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Yeah. Is she funny? She is funny, yeah. I watched a movie last night called You People. Oh, I wanted to watch that oh. last night. Oh. I couldn't figure I'm out what I was watching. Again. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's on Netflix. It is so good. Jonah Hill is fantastic. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy are just hilarious in this movie. I think Jonah Hill is cool. Like I think he's a lot. I think I think like we would be friends in real life. I think he's got like a he's a Renaissance man kind of guy. Well, you know, he refuses now to do any press for his yeah. uh, projects. And he's also now he's he's directing, he's producing, he's writing. He's yeah, like, he wrote this. He wrote yeah. this movie yeah, it's with good. Uh, Kenya Barris. It's really really good. It's uh, you people, and it's on Netflix. Uh, best movie See, I've seen in a while. We'll have another. Um, we, this should almost be like a segment. This is how Momo is weird oh. and different. So in one breath, I can tell you that my. By the way, I think that's the whole time you're here. How yeah, Momo. <laughs> is weird it's like, why you fit on the show, really. <laughs> so like, on the one hand, I'm very excited to analyze Tom Brady through the Bravo TV universe of mm-hmm. like when they were getting divorced, uh, divorced, and then on the other hand. I'm also super excited to go home and watch my Danish political thriller when I come Your home tonight. Your Danish political thriller? <laughs> Netflix? Amazon? I'm so excited. Is it's, that really for real? Re- it's for real. It's like West Wing, but in Denmark. It's so, so good. It's called Borgen, and they just came out with a new season. And it's like, I learned all about the parliamentary system. And, in Den- in, Dan- in Den- yeah, Denmark? In Denmark? and she's it's like so good yeah, season four no, just came out. I'm telling Although, you, you know watch, what's funny? Will you so watch obviously one episode? You're, watching, you're watching subtitles, right? Yeah, but they, they dub it too. It's in English. So I it. read a story that says, and I always joke about my mom and not stepdad Leo. They have subtitles on all the time, um, no matter what. I do on. too. Big, yeah, Big Bang too. Theory, yeah, subtitles. So 40% of all Netflix users keep their subtitles on all the time. Yep, I'm one of them. Bergman, do you ever do it? Hell no, I can't do it. I, I do just, too. Yeah, I have it on, really? on in basketball yeah. games even. Like on basketball, what is, yeah, what's the well, point of the basketball? I don't want to turn games. it on and off, so I just leave it on all the time. No, I just have it on movies. Yeah, I. No. I guess I take me away like from the movie or show or game. I don't need to see what they're saying, especially in a basketball game. In a basketball game, I don't need it. And then yeah. I have to turn it off and turn it on. <laughs> this is a lot of oh, work. I'd rather just leave it on. I, I it's no Danish political thriller. <laughs> Telling you, don't knock Borgen until you watch it. By the yeah. way, the YouTube chat, the YouTube <laughs> stream chat, is yes. our, knew right away that I was going to go to being negative. Yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Watch Bergman bring down the molding on this topic. <laughs> Where are the humans going, Greg? <laughs> Underground. And when you go, can you please leave enough pistachios at home so I can survive? Uh, oh, there oh, you go. See? They're one. all over it. They're all over it. Um, all right. Uh, tell you what. Coming up next, Bill, an interesting Bill Walton story. Oh, I love, I love those. Um, and think about your favorite band, Momo. Everybody think of their favorite band. Okay. Plus, plus um, a world record that me and Ireland may be able to beat. That's coming up next for you. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.